welcome to Rebels Revisited and today we're going to take a look at the final episode of season one of Rebels called Fire Across the Galaxy. Um, the ghost crew attack an Imperial Depot and steal a Imperial transport uh, to make their way to Mustafar. Uh, they also uh, go and locate the TIE fighter that Zeb and Ezra stole earlier in season one which has now been painted by Sabine. Uh, they head to Mustafar where they find Tarkin's uh, Star Destroyer. Ezra uses the Force to um, locate Kanan and when he does they send the TIE fighter that's full of uh, EMP detonators into the uh, hangar bay and set off the EMPs which disables the Star Destroyer momentarily allowing the Ghost crew to get on board. So the um, Zeb, Sabine and Hera distract the Imperials whilst Ezra heads towards the uh, cell block and rescues Kanan. Uh, as they're escaping, they encounter the Inquisitor and end up fighting him. Well, Kanan fights him and ends up... Um, they end up in a generator room. Ezra manages to steal Kanan's lightsaber from the Inquisitor because Kanan's using Ezra's. And the two of them fight the Inquisitor, but Ezra is thrown from the walkway. And believing that he's dead, uh, Kanan takes up uh, both of both his and Ezra's lightsabers and tells the Inquisitor that that's a mis that he made a, a massive mistake because now he has nothing to fear. Um, and the two of them duel, uh, and it gets pretty heavy, pretty intense. Um, Hera, Zeb and Sabine have to change their plan uh, and when Chopper hears this he sends out a transmission um, to Fulcrum. Uh, Zeb, Sabine and Hera get to the painted TIE fighter and escape the ship uh, and as Hera, and Hera uh, wakes Ezra up because he's actually on the walkway below the one that Kanan and the Inquisitor are dueling on. Um, Ezra wakes up and tells them that he has got Kanan um, and that he'll meet them, they'll meet them soon. Uh, Kanan bests the Inquisitor by destroying his lightsaber and he fall, and as his, the shards of his lightsaber land, uh, fall, they land in um, some pretty heavy equipment. Hello Lily! Um, which causes a massive explosion and thus causes a chain reaction, destroying the reactor and thus destroying the Star Destroyer. Um, the Inquisitor falls from the um, walkway and uh, tells Kanan that he, what he's done is actually um, they, they will have unleashed something much worse than him. Um, and the Inquisitor lets go of the walkway and falls to his death. Um, Kanan watches him go, kneels down uh, and he hears Ezra's voice coming from behind him. He turns around and sees Ezra's alive and the two of them leave. Um, Ezra tells Hera that they, he has Kanan and that they need to, that they need to leave um, and that Kanan and Ezra will meet them shortly. Um, so Hera, Seb and Sabine are in the TIE Fighter. They leave the docking bay and are instantly chased by... Uh, an onslaught of TIE fighters. Kane and Ezra reach the docking bay and they see the Inquisitor's uh, TIE uh, advanced prototype and take that. 
and join the battle by initially saving uh, the painted tie um, by destroying a bunch of uh, other fighters. Um, soon they become overwhelmed and Chopper is nowhere to be seen. Um, so whilst everyone's cursing Chopper, <laughs> um, they're trying to survive until suddenly uh, Chopper's transport arrives as well as the ghost and three um, rebel blockade runners. Which I got a little... Uh, I had a moment where they all come out of hyperspace and I'm like, hey, I have one of those. Thinking about the Lego set that you will all be seeing in the Life That Lego vlogs. Um, so, the, uh, the, rebel, the, the, the rebel ships take out the TIE fighters as, Pal as Tarkin, the Star Destroyer, uh, explodes. And once um, Kane and Ezra... Sabine, Zeb and Hera are all safely docked with the TIE transport that Chopper is piloting. They all jump to hyperspace. Uh, the ghost crew reunites and the uh, ghost and the TIE transport are docked with each other. Um, as the ghost crew reunite, Ezra asks who's piloting the ghost. So they all go into the ghost and find a bunch of rebel soldiers. Um, Chopper sent, puts out a hologram of Bail Organa, who, um, basically says thank you to them for what they're doing, and Hera speaks to him, and they ask what they're going to do now, and, uh, someone comes down the, uh, the ladder from the, one of the guns, I believe, and with a very familiar voice, it's uh, Harris says Fulcrum, and she said, and and Fulcrum turns around and says, "No, my name's Ahsoka, Ahsoka Tano," and she's joining them because of uh, Ezra, uh, because his message got out to enough people that it's causing a stir. There's hope in the galaxy again, and. This new to this first chapter of their um, mission is over, and they're going to start a new one. And then we cut to credits. Um, this was a really fun and well put together final episode of season one. Um, we get the duel that we've been waiting for between Kanan and the Inquisitor. Uh, we get to see them really stick it to the uh, Empire by destroying a Star Destroyer. Um, they rescue Kanan in an incredibly daring um, escape. And, you know, we are reunited with a fan favourite character. Um, which I think came as a big shock when people were watching it originally. Now, I... I had it spoiled for me, so I knew that Ahsoka was back, and that was kind of why I got into Rebels. That's kind of like the thing that pushed me to watch Rebels, because at the time I was doing a rewatch of Clone Wars, and I was really enjoying the Ahsoka character, and I was like, oh, that sounds cool, Ahsoka's in it. Um, so I was very happy to finally get to watch Rebels. Um, I think, you know, the the... the my issues, if I have any issues, it's that um, 
in general, the across season one is the animation is very blocky, very clunky, and it's just a it just shows the budget that they had. Um, so when you've got the Inquisitor and Kanan dueling, it's not as fast and uh, polished as you kind of as we got with Clone Wars in the later seasons. Um, it it it's clunky, um, and it. It does get better. It gets better as the series progresses, but it just goes to show you, kind of like, right, this is what our budget constraints are. This is what we can do. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like watch it. You know, you you watch the duel between um, Vader and Obi Wan in the Death Star, and you know, I don't complain about it. It just isn't. You know, it doesn't mesh with what came. What came chronologically before it but at the same time you know it's not it's not a proper duel it's um but you know you don't complain about it and i, I find a I kind of think you know why would we complain why should i complain about this not feeling like a duel that you know could be a lot more polished but it's but it's a budget thing um so you know, it's it is what it is. It's still enjoyable. Um, the fact that Kanan kind of is able to come out of his shell a little bit when he believes that, Kate, that Ezra has died. Um, you know, he's like, right, I've got nothing to fear. You know, you know, he's he's. It sounds like he's constantly afraid that something's going to happen to Ezra. Well, once he thinks something has happened to Ezra, he's like, right, no, I don't have to be afraid of losing him. Now and having to protect him, now I can like go on the offensive, and he really does. Um, and it kind of feels, you know, it's not exactly what a true Jedi would do. But Kanan isn't a true Jedi; he never finished his Jedi training, um, you know. And I really like the kind of the um, that conversation. There's a conversation at the beginning between the Inquisitor and Kanan where. Inquisitor basically goads him, saying that you know he's a coward because you know he he ran when his mass you know during Order sixty six he ran away and left his master to die. Um, now I haven't read the comics, but I do know enough about them, uh, the Kanan comics anyway. That um, you know, Death of Blaba told Kanan to run. She, she basically made him escape so that he could you know so she took on so many clone troopers so that um he could escape you know so you know but of course he's probably feeling incredibly guilty for that and the more he feel and you know the quiz is playing on that um as only a dark sider would do because dark side is a bad bad news uh, <laughs> and i mean and at the end they you know, you kind of now that they've introduced Ahsoka, it's like okay, so how they're going to pull this one out of the bag? You know, what's kind of and the Inquisitors turn around and saying, yeah, something worse is going to come for you now. And at the end, you know, you've got Callus uh, reporting to Tarkin, then Tarkin arrives back at Lothal, and he's like, oh yeah, this has happened, and this has happened. There's unrest, and people are, you know, thinking the Empire is weak. And Tarkin's like, oh, don't worry, the Emperor has sent uh, a new. And sent new measures to ensure our success, and then you hear the breathing, and out comes Vader, and Gallus kind of looks at him, and he's like, "Ah, oh, crap!" 
and Vader just walks past following Tarkin, and you just know that next, you, you, as soon as that kind of happened, you knew what season two was going to have. You knew what season, what some, you knew what was going to happen in season two. Uh, you just didn't know when. Uh, and I'm not if if you're watching Rebels for the first time, um, I ain't gonna uh, spoil. Do I'm not gonna do any spoilers on that one. Um, but uh, yeah, you just know what's gonna happen in season two. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, all in all, great episode and a brilliant way to end the season. Um, I like the callbacks to previous episodes. So the um, the Tie Fighter that uh, Kane, that Zeb, and Ezra stole makes its return after they told um, Kane and Hera that it had been destroyed. Um, and there's a callback to one of the Rebel shorts that came out before uh, the season premiered, which had Sabine uh, going to an Imperial Depot and blowing up a bunch of TIE Fighters. Um, so there's a nice callbacks there. Uh, they talk about Mustafar, um, and they go to Mustafar, so of course that's like kind of the massive, because that's where Vader is based. Um, as we learned in the Charles Saul comics and Rogue One, um, yeah, what else? I don't think there's much else I can say, uh, other than I really enjoy that episode. Um, definitely one of the high points of the season, um, and it really, you know, it really sets a tone for what season two, had for the base at the beginning of season two, which, as far as I'm concerned, uh, Siege of Lothal is the best season opener for all of Rebels. Uh, hands down, that, that's my stance and I'm going to stand by it. And I really can't wait to rewatch it. Because um, there's so much great in that episode. Um, so I'll be watching that soon. And you'll be hearing that episode next week. So thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking with me on this uh, journey through season one of Rebels, please, 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 please join me for season two. Um, thank you for your uh, generous contributions to the blog and podcast. Uh, they are greatly appreciated. Um, and I'll see you next week. So, punch it chewy. <laughs>